0: Hey, what's up everyone? You are tuned into the comments section UK. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, comments. All the comments about me better be good. It's your girl Tiwa
1: Savage. Shout out DJ Frisky. It's Mar from the comment section. I'm here in the presence of royalty.
0: Oh, yeah. Wow. The queen
1: of Africa. The queen of Afro beats, Tiwa Savage. Can we get some noise?
0: Yay. Can we
1: get some noise? Oh, thank,
0: thank you so much. Thank you here. for having it's me. It's a pleasure to sit with you. Thank you,
1: man. Um, I wanted to kick off, I mean, you are an inspiration, wow. so I have myself a 10-year-old daughter. Oh. And for you to go through life and get to the position that you're in now, mm. you're an inspiration to women and children everywhere as a, oh. as a black role model. Thank and you. that's beautiful. Thank you, thank um, you. The music side. Yeah. You create a vibe. I'll, I'll be honest <laughs> with you, you have me in my zone.
0: Oh, man, amazing.
1: It would be good to know, though, from your perspective, what yeah. is it that inspires you to create the music that you create? And, and where does that energy come from?
0: I, I don't know. I think I was just created to do music. And like, I've just been true to myself. I like to, to create music that I want to vibe to. And yeah. I don't necessarily try to fit into a box or whatever, but yeah, I just, I just, I'm just always in the studio, just vibing, and it's different vibes. Like my song "Get It Now" is completely different to 49.99. Mm-hmm. It's completely different to Malo. Um, you know, it's just different. Kelly, Kelly. Yeah, it's yeah. just different, different sides to me. And I, I don't try to think too much about it. I just, yeah, I just let it flow.
1: I'm with you. I mean, your journey is incredible. So you've had a lot of time to find yourself. You've yes. worked with George <laughs> Michael, Mary J, Blige. Yes. Um, you've done songwriting with Fantasia. Um, You've done your homework. I mean, I'm trying. Even down to to vocals on Whitney Houston's album, for me, that is... A lot of
0: people didn't know that. Well
1: done. Now you do. Yeah. (laughs) But for me, that's phenomenal. I mean, on that journey, how do you, or what do you take from those people that you've worked with and how do you incorporate that into your whole persona?
0: It's still surreal to me, like, working with legends, like, George Michael, Whitney, may her soul rest in peace, and George Michael as well. Like, those moments are just like, I don't know, I just look back on it and I'm like, yo, I really did that, I really worked on these projects, and and I think it's just made me who I am today. It's made me very confident in my craft, in my career, and because I've been doing it for so long, I I feel like, I can experiment and I can do different things and, and try different things and push myself, push you know, push the limit, but still stay true to who I am, which is an African woman, and the African sound is still the foundation of everything I do.
1: Mm-hmm. So beautiful. I mean, being an African woman, but more so as well, an African mother. Yes, is, is major. <laughs>
0: Whew, yes, it is. How, <laughs> it's how do you tough, find
1: juggling motherhood and your career? I mean it must be Do
0: You know, I, I feel like as women, we can multitask. Like, I can be doing my makeup and be on the phone, like, you know, so men can't really do it. No, no shade. I, mean, I no, do my makeup on Yeah, the people, like, oh. <laughs> yeah this is natural <laughs> me, right? Yeah. No, but yeah, so I feel like I have a great support system. I have a team who understand. Like, sometimes they, they create time in my schedule for me to spend time with my son. Yeah. My nanny's amazing. Sometimes I have to travel with him. Um, and it's important for me to, you know, I can't shy away from, my lifestyle and I know that he's he's gonna be he's gonna know who his mom is and he kind of has an idea That's already beautiful. but it's just keeping him grounded as well you know I have African parents so they <laughs> his grandparents <laughs> are like this you will sit down and you will finish your jollof rice before you go and yes. play with your Paw yes, that <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, energy yeah. it takes a
1: village to raise a child exactly and it's so true.
0: especially a, a boy mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> in this day and age yes 100%
1: <laughs> looking at the the, the latest single mm-hmm. and how you put your time and energy into that. Yeah. I mean, for me, absolutely loved it. Thank From you. From the audio to the, the visuals really hit me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was reading up and I saw that you mentioned that the, the title, the 49.99, mm-hmm. is to do with um, talking about the stresses of life that um, African children have to go through growing up every day.
0: Yeah, um, just African people in general. It's just like a. there's a, a bus called the Muluwe. Yeah. And it's a transit bus and you have 49 seats but you have twice as many people standing and trying to commute to work or wherever they're trying to get to. So yeah, it's, I it's it, was bad. No, that's and, <laughs> and, and and imagine how dangerous it is too you know, you have women with kids and pregnant women, old old people on on those buses and that was a, a phrase um from Suffering and Smiling by Fella. And it's it's so amazing that we're still going through a lot of the things that he sung about many years ago. So it was important for me to, you know, incorporate that into my music because this was my first global release. It's a great record, but I wanted a record that also had meaning behind it. So, yeah. yeah. I
1: mean, how does that feel to have a first global release? It
0: feels good, man. It feels good to see my face in Times Square. Like, it feels good to be able to travel to New York and do press with, you know, like radio stations out there and 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 it's not like we're trying to sell them something. They already are into the, the, the genre, the music, yeah. and, and they're loving it. So it's 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 a beautiful time like to to be in this moment, to be African.
1: Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent agree. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at the UK now and mm. Afrobeats is literally at the heart of <laughs> every party, every rave, every event, every occasion. And ten years ago that wasn't the case.
0: Yes. And yeah.
1: <laughs> you being a, a pioneer within bringing Afrobeats to the forefront.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, h- h- how? What were the struggles that you went through? How did you go on that journey?
0: So, yeah, like, yeah, it's interesting you say that because I, I, I grew up in London. I went to, I did my secondary school here. So I remember it wasn't cool to be African. I used yeah. to be teased all the time. Yeah, and, I remember. I remember. yeah, I used to change my name. I used to tell people I was Jamaican and like my mom would come to school and then she'll come in her, you know, Ankara and I was like, oh my God. God, mom, what are you doing? And <laughs> So now it's cool. Now you see everyone wearing like you know tie and dye and Kara shoki. People listening, like you said, to Afrobeat music and the food. You know, everyone's like, yo, I want jollof rice. I want this. So it's it's beautiful because I think what happened was that the Africans in the diaspora started requesting and started like yearning for more African mm, stuff. They and, get in touch with yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's what made the whole industry grow. Um, so it's, it's good coming back now and in, you know coming to London or the UK and just people embracing being African. So Beautiful,
1: yeah. that's actually beautiful. Really <laughs> cool. I mean, on that journey as well, you've managed to work with so many amazing African artists as well. And for me, that's, that's phenomenal.
0: Yeah, like, I'm, I'm so excited because I feel like there's so many other African artists I still have to work with. I mean, it'll be great to collaborate with, you know, international artists, but I, we're so talented, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's still so much work to be done within ourselves, like, you know, with South Africans, with East you know, artists from the East and, you know, even from the West, there's still so much that we could do.
1: Dope, dope. <laughs> I mean, is there anyone in particular that you, you, you're thinking of that would be dope to collaborate with that you haven't worked with already?
0: An African artist? Yeah. Um, I really want to work with Nasty C. Nice. Yes, I think I love dope. him. Oh my God. <laughs> um, Yeah, I think On on that
1: song, what was his first song? Um, Now you're gonna put me on the spot. Like (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna get me in trouble. Was Was it hell no? That was. I mean, that was was yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Was one that I think most people outside of South Africa kind of you know that was his introduction. I think yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: He's he's a beast. But kids fire. Like Amazing his age compared to his ability. Yes, it doesn't make sense. Yeah,
0: he's and his stage performances is just incredible, and he's so funny as well. Mm-hmm. Like as a person, he's incredible. I, I definitely would want to work with him.
1: Dope, dope, love it, <laughs> love it. Um, I mean, back to the single. Mm-hmm. I, I touched on the visuals very briefly. Yeah, it would be good to understand. I mean, he was working with Meji Alabi, right? The mm-hmm. director on that mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, how did you two work together to, to really bring that to life? Because it was powerful. We've, we've
0: worked on several videos before. So we have a we have a rapport, we have a chemistry. And um, we had a guy called Ibra, who, who put together the whole, the overall creative. And he was behind um, This Is America for Childish Gambino. And nice. he's actually Nigerian,
1: actually. N- I didn't know that. Yeah, Ibra,
0: not Childish Gambino. Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You> Ibra <right. laughs> <laughs> um, so he, you know, um, I sat with him in L.A. and he, you know, put together this mood board and Meiji just brought it to life. Like, it, it was just, every scene was just incredible and very artistic. I, I mean, I can't even take credit for it because he, JM Films killed it. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. yeah, it is a beautiful video. Um, what was the message behind it then, I like,
0: it was a lot, you know, we had the scene with the girls uh, um, and that was just... Um, in our culture, I feel like a lot of times when girls graduate from school, they just feel like they can, they can only be tailors or hairdressers. So yeah. um, we were trying to touch on that, like, yo, girls can be more. We can be engineers, we can be doctors, we can be whatever. And, you know, you also had the scene on the table um, with the I think that, with that, the that senate. that scene
1: was the most shocking scene for me. Yeah. I, I was like, what's <laughs> happening here? Uh, you, yeah. <laughs> you're doing your thing on the table. Also. Right, and
0: they're like, look, yeah. So it was like supposed to represent some of the senates in, mm-hmm. in Nigeria where they're supposed to be focused on, you know, making Nigeria a better place, but, you know, they're distracted by this beautiful damsel or and whatever. And, that, and, you know, that was kind of touching on that a little bit. It was, not, I'm not saying all senators are, are like that, but, you know, we have a few of, of them that are a little corrupt so yeah. we were trying to like just yeah. touch on that
1: a little bit oh, i love that i love that even crossing over into politics yes
0: a little a little bit i don't want them to kick me out of nigeria no, not going nowhere. <laughs>
1: trust me your place is cemented amen <laughs> <laughs> um, so you having that that philanthropic heart to really then push and grow people yeah. within that culture yeah where does that stem from for you
0: i mean it wasn't easy for me Breaking into the industry, mm-hmm. so I, I naturally just have this compelling—I don't know—heart to just to just help other people, you know, in, directly or indirectly. And I think I don't know. I just. It's just it's not easy for any artist, and I feel like as artists we have a responsibility to be the voice for the voiceless. You know, there's a time and a place for everything. I think music is to allow people to dance and to feel different emotions, but we also can use that tool um, to speak on certain things that you know should be should be discussed.
1: Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. I mean, me personally, I've definitely got um, a soft spot in the love for Nigeria. I spent three years working within the oil and gas industry there. Really, met so many people, so many wow. friends. Wow. Um, absolutely wonderful people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and watching you do your most to help grow that yeah. is commendable in itself.
0: Thank you. No Thank problem. you. My pleasure. My
1: pleasure. <laughs> um it would be good to i guess know from from your side I mean, what, what what's next how, how do we continue this growth how do we all get involved because I mean one person can do so much but then as a collective there's you know there's a movement behind that. What can we really do
0: to help? Um, I think we all can, and I think we're all playing our part, no matter how big or small, um, whether you're an artist or a lawyer, or whatever, I think everybody has their part to play. And I think, you know, we we are doing that. The, like I said earlier, the Africans in the diaspora are going to clubs, requesting for, you know, African music. They're embracing the culture. They go to parties and they're wearing, you know, traditional, you know, outfits and stuff. And you know, teaching their, their kids the language and continuing, you know, our, our, our culture in mm-hmm. the new generation. So I think it's important for us to continue to shed the positive light mm-hmm. of Africa because, you know, in the past, it's been a lot of negative things in the press and in the media about Africa. So it's a good time now for us to, you know, embrace the good parts, like you said, of, of that continent, because it's a beautiful continent. It's,
1: it really is. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> A lot of that does get missed with um, the mainstream media pushing their own agenda and, and having
0: exactly, exactly. So we have the power and we, we can change the narrative, and mm-hmm. I think we're doing that
1: as a collective. Yes, I completely agree. <laughs> Tiba, I mean, thank you so much for sitting down and talking with me. Thank you, it thank is you. My absolute pleasure. <laughs>
0: oh, what's your uh, daughter's name?
1: Kayla Marie. Kayla Marie, I mean, that's beautiful. To give her a shout out.
0: Yes, Kayla Marie, your dad's the coolest absolute
1: <laughs> thank you so much no, she's never gonna forget it i'm never gonna forget it but, but yeah it's me Marvi mar the comment section uk i'm here with t with savage shout out dj frisky the breakfast show on top fm we're out <laughs> thank you thank man. You. no my it's pleasure. A pleasure yeah definitely.